Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the unbiased takes. Week two of the NFL is upon us. As of the recording, Thursday Night Football is playing. Chargers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. September 15th, and the guys are getting ready to give you a preview of this week's picks. So sit back and enjoy the show. And boy, do I hope Herbo is okay. All right, right, everybody. Colby, you got this, bud? (laughs) Here we go. We got a Thursday night. Pretty classic game. How are you doing, sir? What are you feeling? I'm doing good. Feeling great. Watching watching the Thursday night game. We're at, what, the beginning of the fourth here. Um, Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet, doing doing us a good favor here. Um, Yeah, it's a good game, though, outside of those guys. You know, just, just saw a power bomb. That was awesome. Travis Kelsey just got dropped. But, uh, yeah, here we go. You know, fourth quarter, game's close. So, uh, nearly as many uh, points as I would have thought. I mean, the defense, I have the Chargers defense, sadly, on my fantasy. So they pulled through sort of kind of this right now. I mean, they so have like we'll 45 on Arizona, so they're doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, they're holding strong. Tie game, so 17 apiece. But, man. I mean, who's surprised? I know. I don't know if you've been able. Did you catch any of this game yet, Cole? Or you just said you put it on just now? I'm just getting it on. I mean, I saw what was happening. I knew the Chargers were up, and then the Chiefs kind of came back. Yeah, Herbert. Herbert's been dealing, dude. It's been awesome. Um, a lot of run game. Like they've been trying to. A lot. Both teams have been trying to run a lot. So Herbert is but, incredible. Yeah, and Herbert, he's over here stinking. But it's pretty obvious. Keenan Allen's a game changer. When you watch this game, it's pretty mm-hmm. – as I was about to say, when you watch – Mike Williams is a dog, don't get me wrong. He had an amazing touchdown catch. Um, but, you know, like I've seen, like, the connection just to Palmer and the other guys. Like, it's good, but Herbert gets the ball to him. But it's just, you know, not as good as that connection to Keenan Allen, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but that's just also, you know, having a superstar in your squad can always be helpful. Harvard is, like, the closest thing to a robot quarterback out there. Like, you think like so? Mechanically, just perfect. Dude, he's going to – he might be. I mean, I don't know. Everything he does is amazing, so. It looks all – and it's not even amazing, but it just, like, looks in sync. Like, it's just right there every time. It does exactly, it does exactly what he needs to every time he throws it. That's called amazing, Colby. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, he's under pressure. Screen. Kind of – not much of a screenplay fan. All right, well, let's get this thing rolling. I was trying to get the schedule up on my computer here, but it's not loading up. Oh, I got the, uh, here I got the spreads. All right, words, yeah. We'll just go ahead and preview all of these. And then at the end, I guess we'll label who do you think is our biggest upset uh, and big performers and then our locks of the week like always. So, yeah, let's get it. All right. What do you got first, Cole? So we're going to the ESPN lines. Uh, so you want me to do my locks or just go through every game? We're going through every game. All right. So you got the Browns minus six and a half at home against the Jets. That's not a very fun game, but, you know, huh. they'll yeah, play. Yeah, Browns, Jets. I... You know, Joe Flacco, Jacoby Brissett. I'm sure some people might tune in for that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was about to say, if people want to see Joe Flacco run through the AFC North again, yeah, that would be pretty cool. I mean, so far, not so good. Run, run through. Um, I was about to say, yeah, so far, not so good. Uh, so recalling what he did last week. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, what's three number one? That's why I said the not so good part. Um, I think this Cleveland defense might tear the Jets apart. They were not getting much going anyways when it was going up against Baltimore. And to say that pretty much this Cleveland defense is probably just as good. So, yeah, yeah, I I, I could see that spread being true. I might, I might trust that one, but these spreads are going to be pretty shifty. <laughs> you know, I take the Browns there. Uh, here, oh, actually, I can share my screen. Hold up. But 
Yeah, I agree. It's literally a game of backup quarterbacks, and the Browns have a far better roster. So I feel like they'll probably just dominate. Uh, I take the six and a half with the Browns. I feel like they're going to probably win that game. That's that's not inspiring. I have no desire to, to watch that game at all. <laughs> well, I do not either. But if it graces the red zone, I'll watch it for Nick Chubb highlights because <laughs> he's on my fantasy team. So we're all for it. That's the only reason why we're rooting for the Browns this year. All right. I I wouldn't say I'm rooting for the Browns, but that's uh they'll probably beat the Jets. Um this game much more interesting. Lions at home, two and a half point favorites versus Washington. So even though the Washington Commanders beat the Jags, the best team ever, they're underdogs at Detroit. I probably like Detroit, honestly. Detroit wow. is legitimately very talented compared to the rest of the NFC. And is the Commanders not favored right now, right? Commanders are two and a half point dogs. Yeah, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take the Commanders two and a half dogs. I like what Carson Wentz is dealing right now. I'm going to have to buy into it. I'm riding into the roller coaster. All the ups and downs, all the zigs and zags, you know, all the picks and touchdowns. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that dude just kept going. Like we said, Gerald Everett. Herbert out here making somebodies out of nobodies. But, I mean, but yeah, this thing is, uh, I'm going to go ahead and stick with Wentz on this one. I like what they got. Jahan Dotson, like we talked about the other night, I think he's going to be a nice premier star for him. And especially right next to Scary Terry. Oh, yeah. I'm going I'm to go ahead and test the Lions defense with Carson Wentz. You may be right on that. I'll say the the commander's weapons are better than I thought. Um, their receiving core is pretty legitimate. Uh, so they'll probably get a lot of points on the lines, but the lines will also get points on them because Philadelphia doesn't have like a bad defense and the lines cooked them. Uh, late. Yeah. So, I mean, that's so funny that it's Wentz versus Goff, number one and two picks in the draft, both on there. Goff on his second team, once on his third team. Uh, interesting. Uh, it's a very gross matchup. Oh, no. Herbert threw a pick in the end zone. Yeah, it was pretty bad. That's why, like, sorry. Oh, that's I, what I you, that was oh my stream is behind, that means. Dang, I'm that far behind? Yeah, sorry. Yikes. I didn't realize that after <laughs> I reacted to it. So I just yeah. said <laughs> Apologize. Well, that's, dang, pick six in the red zone. That. Stinks. Come on, Herbo. That might have just, yeah, I was about to say, the, t- the comments on the side here are saying Herbo for MVP is gone now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, next game. All right, I may be sleeping on this week to slate a little bit. I'll give you that. The Bucks at the Saints. That is very interesting. Saints are two and a half point dogs at home. I kind of love the Saints at, with plus the two and a half at home. Brady has had some issues with the Saints. Dennis Allen coached a game last year, and they scored three points against him. Uh, mm. Brady, like, you know, the O-line is not what it was. He's had a track record of losing to the Saints, and their Saints offense is legitimate. So I kind of love the Saints as dogs in that one. I'm going to ride with you on that one as well. I think the Saints are a good dog. Um, like you said, great track record. Dennis Allen, pretty much, they were known for winning those games through uh, defense. And Dennis Allen was the defensive coordinator, pretty much going up with the same playbook, you know. He's probably going to call up Sean Payton for a couple more tricks of the offensive sleeve. But uh, I think it's going to be awesome to see this game, mostly because it's going to be Brady versus Winston and all these weapons that the Saints are about to bring. Because like you said, Bucks are pretty depleted. Um, They're going to be bouncing around injuries all season, it seems like. I think just thinking about it, like, you know, could get out of hand on this one. But I do like the Saints two and a half at home. I kind of believe in James Winston. He's uh, – the Saints seem to have, like, cut out his turnovers a little bit, slightly more than the Bucs did. So, it's something. They have real weapons. Yeah. I love the Saints there. Another pretty interesting, although somewhat gross game – Baker Mayfield off his disappointing uh, almost had him lost to the Browns Jacoby Brissett at the Giants who are two and a half point favorites after sneaking the Titans. Very interesting. 
thanks to the Giants actually like looking like a real football team last week as opposed to what I kind of thought they would look like. So this is a tough one, honestly, to go back and forth on this. I kind of lean the Panthers have a bounce back, but I don't know. I could go either way. How are you feeling on that one? A Panthers bounce back seems pretty ideal here, but I just think they're going to get burned again here. And I think Dayball is just going to keep coming out swinging. Um, I just, yeah, I, mean, I was about to say, I think he's got this team revving on a different engine right now. And especially when you add in that Saquon Barkley's running the way he used to run. I mean, as long as this team keeps doing what they're doing, like at Titans, who knows how far they can get. I mean, besides probably, I think probably just seven wins personally. But, I mean, this is definitely a winnable game. So I think this will be one of those sevens now. that I'm looking down at, like, when I look back at our uh, track record, uh, we definitely had them in a lot lower win total. But you know what? I'm all for it. So Dave Bull gets this Giants team resurging. I like it because if there's a better team than the Eagles in the NFC East to root for, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. Daniel Jones had an ugly uh, Daniel Jones turnover early. But then, like, after Brian Dayball yelled at him, he played pretty well, <laughs> better than he usually does. And they managed to win. So that, yeah, I go either way. I could see it. The Giants have at least, like, fixed their tackles now. So now it's just, like, the interior of their line that's a disaster as opposed to the whole thing. So that's something. Mm-hmm. Um, I go either way. I lean Panthers bounce back, but you could be right. The Giants are looking good. Okay, okay. All right. I'm allowed to do any spoilers? Yeah, dude. Uh, if you got any of your priests, if you want to throw them out, go ahead. All right. So the next one, I'm very biased, but I cannot believe the Steelers are underdogs at home against the Patriots this week. I love the Steelers. <laughs> and the, it's very biased and it could easily go horribly wrong, but I'm pretty confident that the Steelers will beat the Patriots as dogs. Mike Tomlin loves being an underdog. He like doesn't What's know the how to number? the favorite. But when he's the underdog, he, he goes, I am. Uh, and it's Mac Jones with, like, not that good of receivers, far less than uh, the receivers they played last week. So I don't What's think the for the spread right that now? much against Belichick probably, but it probably hopefully enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the What's the spread number right now looking like? On ESPN, it's one and a half. That may vary. Okay. Well. I do like the fact, like you said, that they're dogs, because I agree. Um, I think the Steelers being a dog in this game, especially pulling a win out of Cincinnati like that, first game back home after a game like that, um, Pittsburgh's going to be roaring. Um, Whether it's a chance for, you know, Kenya to come in or for the team just in general. Uh, Kenny doesn't need to play this week. Exactly. I, I was about to say, I hope there won't be any Kenny chance out there. After this, Mitch anytime, delivers. yes. This is the last uh, game he needs to sit out. He can but play. But if Mitch goes 2-0, and are you really going to replace him? Like, he no. beat the AFC champion and he beat Belichick? Like, I think – No. I mean, if he wins this game, you're looking at a Mitch Trubisky start throughout the season, Colby. You're going the whole season to Mitch Trubisky, baby. Hey, man, if they're winning. I was thinking of – I'm overconfident. But if they win this game, they could easily win the next – the next two after this are Browns Bang- or Browns Jets. Very winnable. Now, if they win against the Patriots this week, I guarantee you they will lose to the Browns or the Jets in a stupid game. They should have no business losing, but the Steelers love to lose those ones randomly. I was about to say so the they'll Jets be three and one. The game, actually, I was about to say <laughs> that sound about right. If we forget, they would do lose the dumb ones, and the Jets that might be right around if they rush that. And they, if they rush Zach Wilson back, he'll be back. So, yeah, that sounds like a game you guys definitely will trap for. But I'm with you, though. I am uh, I was on that Steelers train. Are you putting that on your lock? Is that what you were saying? One of my three. All right, we'll write it in. I This next one, I could go either way. I lean to the Jags at home, four-and-a-half-point dogs to the Colts who are visiting. Everyone's on the Colts. The Colts are definitely a better roster, and they will probably win. But I don't know, man. Trevor Lawrence, even though he was rocky, it was better than last year. He still is a real coach and a much better team, even though it's still a bad team. And Matt Ryan, you know, like, he had three quarters where he couldn't score any points against the Texans. 
he may have saved his ass barely with a tie, but like that wasn't a super impressive debut, right? If we're being honest. So I kind of lean the Jags with the points at home here. Colts are definitely better though. So that may be stupid, but I kind of like the Jags and the points. I really feel like this could be one of the upsets of the week. If you want to consider it an upset. Haven't they um, lost like two or three in a row in Jacksonville? Yeah, I was about to say it's a rough track record recently for Indy. Um, I'm going to buy into that Jaguars hype as well, like you said, because I was thinking the same thing. Um, I thought they came out pretty flat. I really do. Um, have Matt Ryan to tie with the Texans. I mean, Davis Mills played out of his mind, of course. Of his mind. They fell apart. Maybe, we may be giving Davis Mills a little, slightly too much credit, but he was good. He's the best yeah, exactly. so far. I have a take on that. We'll talk about it when we get to them. But I'm going to go ahead go ahead and stick with you on this one. Say Jags as well. All right. I like that. This is actually a pretty fun one. Dolphins at Baltimore. My, uh, Miami three and a half point dogs on the road. Baltimore three and a half point favorites. I personally heavy lean the Ravens in this one. Think they'll probably figure out how to slow Tua down. No offense to him, uh, and Lamar will probably score some points. So I pre- feel pretty confident in the Ravens here. But you know, Miami is a good team, so they could make it yeah. difficult. I lean Baltimore. Who's the home team? Sorry, I, I missed. I spaced out on that. <laughs> Baltimore three and a half point favorites against Miami. Dang. Um. I don't know. That's a good question. I kind of, dude, I kind of want to believe in the Mike, Mike McDaniel hype. It was a good start against Belichick. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and continue it. Play callers, so. I think he's going to keep it going. I'm going to go ahead and ride with the. I'm going to keep riding with him. Every interview, he's just so funny. He sounds like he's he's baked all the time in his interviews. So <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead. <laughs> Dude, it, I'm telling you, watch some of his interviews. Some of his interviews are hilarious and everything. And uh, even part of my tag even does a little reference to it when they, uh, they're they like, hey, McDaniels, what do you do? And they just make, like, the water bubbling noise and everything for McDaniels. It's hilarious. Very uh, recommend anyone to go watch that and listen to it. But I'm going to ride with that. I'm going to – I think I'm bringing – I'm going to ride with the good vibe. But Miami's defense has a good record against Baltimore last season. Really shook up Lamar, even though they were depleted. But yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to say Miami repeats it and everything comes up with the upset. So uh, very different for me to go against Baltimore, but I'm really feeling the McDaniel wave right now. All right, perspective. That's going to be, that should be a good one. Now, here's where the rest of the week one slate starts to get a little bit less attractive. Uh, Here we go. The Rams are 10.5-point favorites at home against the Falcons. Yeah, the Rams, that's a big spread, but the Rams are going to win this game almost certainly. Sean, they are not going to lose to Marcus Mariota and the rebuilding Falcons. No way, no how. The 10.5 is a big number, but the Rams will win. Yeah, that is a huge number. Um, In our Pickums League, I think only one person or two people picked the Falcons to win this out of 15 and everything slowly growing. Uh, but dude, it's, uh, it's looking like it's looking like it's going to be a tough game from Atlanta. But I would like to say that they did put up a great fight against new Orleans. That was a battle. Way, I was about to say, and it just, they were, they were literally just a blocked attempt away from getting another win. Um, I, I want to say they want to cover this game. Honestly, I don't think it's going to be a blowout like in that standard, but the way the Rams came out last week was awful. So I got to go ahead and say, yeah, Rams probably – I don't know if they'll cover it, but I do think they'll come out with a win. Yeah, I think they'll probably cover it, but that's a big number. All right. If we're just doing spoilers, here's a second one of my three. And I'm not instead of and a day as much as they burned me last week, I'm still gonna double down right here, Jalen. Especially mm-hmm. now that I know about um what's his name? First round pick guy getting out for the season, legendary safety. 
all due respect, the oh, Jamal Giants, Adams. Eight and a half point favorites, Jamal Adams. Eight and a half point favorites at home against Seattle, even though they had that huge stink during the rain against the Bears. They lose Jamal Adams. They come off the Russell Wilson, all the mega hype game, revenge, whatever. Ah, lucky a little bit, very. Um, the Niners are going to bounce back as long as there's no rain. Trey Lance can probably just run a little bit, hand off a little bit, throw a couple passes. He does not have to be amazing for them to blow out the Seahawks, for being honest. So I think the Niners will, will bounce back big time on Seattle. Seattle's still not good. Let's not go crazy here. They're still not going to be good. Double down on that, too. <laughs> my turn, Colby? It's yeah. my turn? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you know what I'm about to say. That's why you had to get that out, huh? Because you know what I'm about to say. Seattle's going to come in there and tear Trey Lance apart. Seattle's not okay? First of all, first of all, watch, watch old Pete Carroll and now his newly rebuilt Legion of Boom because they don't need Jamal Adams. They play better without newly rebuilt. Really yeah. that after one game. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They got they got that motive. They're going to come in motivated, um, especially after beating Russell Wilson. They're going to be a whole new team. Uh, Geno Smith. I'm not writing you off no more, buddy. I hope you write back. Going with Seattle. So, and that was going to be one of my lock picks too, as I kind of spoiled last previous recording. So I I do think Seattle will come around and cover that spread, if anything. So, boom. All right. That's one of my locks too, the other way. So we'll see. That's, this going to be a battle. All right, this one feels pretty safe. It's definitely probably gone up since whenever this was last updated, I feel like. But on this, it's seven and a half Bengals, seven and a half point favorites against on the road against the Cowboys. It's probably up to like 10, realistically. The Bengals are going to smash the Cowboys. Joe Burrow's not going to throw like four interceptions in this game, and the Bengals are going to destroy them. Yeah, this one is my other – this one will probably be my other lock right here. This is uh, – Bengals covering Dallas. I normally stay away – like I was saying earlier, try to stay away from those big spreads. But um, even though they're the road team, I agree. Losing at home uh, against the Steelers in a stinky manner, I think the Bengals are going to come out red hot. So, especially when the Cowboys came out even worse than the Bengals did. So – and there's probably less upside for the Dallas Cowboys this week coming in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joe Burrow versus Cooper Rush, pretty difference. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty low in the – Burrow oh. is low right now in Dallas. But I'm going to go ahead and say since he comes in and kicks them while they're down. Yeah, since it's going to beat their brakes off. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm going to have to bleep that part out. <laughs> um. All right, sneaky one. Nine and a half point dogs on the road. The Houston Texans at the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson. Nine and a half point favorite against the Texans after that last one. Are we yeah. sure this? Um, it's, I guess we're going to go to our talking a little bit more about our Davis Mills week one hype. I kind of love the, the Texans are still getting all these points after – they like best dominated the Colts for three quarters and then fell apart. Still, those <laughs> fell apart. have to count for something. Like the Texans have a better roster than they did last year. Seems like they had a pretty good draft. Davis Mills can play, man. He, the stat, the first thing to look at, if you look at the numbers, you take, you oh, said no. like he was the second I think, best. No, Colby. Is that uh, what you were cussing about? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Come on, Herbo, get up. Herbo, no. Oh, I'm actually heartbroken. I'm sorry, Colby. I just lost everything that you just said. (laughs) Oh, right on the hip. I got matched. (laughs) Okay, back to what you were saying. I know you were talking about Davis Mills and the Texans and the big spread, but I kind of tuned out also because Herbo's down and I'm kind of upset. I got to focus. But... Yes. I was going to say Texans, they are uh, 
big big dogs on the road. I take the points, man. They're respectable. Lovey Smith, he was there last year. Maybe he can do the same thing. They have the same OC, which I like. They have better players. Davis Mills, if you look at like he was the second best rookie last year overall. And if you look at like from the point, because he came in early when Tyrod got hurt and was very bad. And then Tyrod came back and he sat a few more weeks. And then they were like, all right, well, this season is shot. Put him in the last like seven, eight games, whatever. And from that point on, he was better than Mac Jones, too, who was the better overall quarterback at the end. But since mm-hmm. that point, since he came back in for Tyrod, when they were just like, all right, season's lost, throwing Davis Mills, he has easily been better than all five guys drafted to have, including Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. He's been better than all of them. And he has just as bad of a situation as any of them got. And it's honestly very impressive. I can't believe people don't talk about it more. Yeah. Just, you know, your weekly shower of uh, encouragement here on the CJJC show for Davis Mills. (laughs) Um, We love him here. (laughs) <laughs> Even though we don't believe in the team altogether, <laughs> we love the quarterback, but we don't love the team around him right now. Um, I agree. They need to be. They need some more respect on their name. Plus nine and a half when they fought respectively three quarters against the Colts, like you were saying, um, dude. These guys deserve some respect on their name. If they come into Denver, if they pull another tie, first of all, <laughs> in Denver. Tie. If they can pull a tie or win, like a tie or better, what's that meant? That is a like they came out of they're coming out of week two and one, coming out on top in my opinion with no losses. Like that surprises all. I think that comes out as the biggest surprise. So, but um, I'm with you. I'm gonna say take the points with Texans, man. And Herbo's walking off in pain. Dang, man. Cousin, he's out there at least. All right. Oh, he's back out there? Okay, thanks, Cole. Yeah, he's looking like he's hurting a little bit, but he's still out there. Um, All right. Okay. I'm at the point where they pulled him off still. Sorry. All right, we're almost to the end. Here we go. Very interesting, very interesting game. Maybe the most interesting, although certainly not the best game of the day on Sunday. Cardinals at the Raiders. Raiders five-and-a-half-point favorites. Kind of lead Arizona slightly. Because I'm pretty concerned about the Raiders O-line. But actually, the more I think about it, I kind of want to go back to the Raiders because the Cardinals don't have a very good defense at all. So even though the Raiders O-line is shaky, I feel like Derek Carr should look much better than he did against the Chargers. That's going to be an interesting one. I kind of might go back to the Raiders on that one. What was that point spread real quick? Sorry, didn't catch it. According to ESPN, it's five and a half. That may vary slightly. Wow. For the Raiders? Yeah. They're at home. I kind of actually love the Raiders the more I think about it. Love is a strong one. Yeah, I think they can do it. Covering the five and a half as well. I think they're going to toast that. Oh, man, that's just unnecessary, bro. He already threw the ball, and he's just throwing them on the ground. Anyways, uh-huh. um, <laughs> geez, Colby, you might have just saw something, huh? No, it's pretty stupid. I'm just laughing because they're they're like it's a timeout or stoppage, and they're advertising the game next week, and it's like you like Mahomes versus Herbert. Well, next week we got you, Mitch versus Jacoby Brissett, Steelers Browns Thursday night. Oh no. <laughs> That's they did like, not say that. Please tell me they did not say that. No, that's what I said. They were just – Oh, that would have been perfect if you said that. Oh, man. They said, well, if you like. That's going to be oh, a gross Thursday nighter. Um, but, yeah, I think the Raiders are going to torch them, honestly. Torch the cards. So. Oh, it's kind of looked like a mess. I'm, I'm predicting a big performance out of Devontae Adams again. And, yeah, with Herbo out. I don't know if this – I think this game is pretty much on ice. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's not looking good. That's yeah. all I'll say. Um, all right, almost to the end. The prime times, the three prime times because we got the doubleheader. Aaron Rodgers, after his disastrous week one where he didn't want to throw to his rookies because he loves doing trippy drugs and 
only throwing to old guys for some reason. Uh, he doesn't want to give people a chance. He's at home. He's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite against the Bears, even though they pulled the miracle in the rain. Best moment in Chicago sports in at least the last year, probably. Um, I still like the Packers, but that's a big number. Uh, but I think the Packers will probably win and probably pretty comfortably. Come on now. <laughs> well, cool. I won't. Because I... Vikings are good, man. Disagree. I think the Bears could topple their oh-so-prestigious 49ers. <laughs> you know, they, they they came in there. And it was a rainstorm. I love the I love Justin. Fields. You have to play football in every weather, Colby. Football weather should not be an excuse in football, okay? And in football, you gotta be able to play football in any weather besides thunder and <laughs> lightning. That is the only time you don't need to. Other than that, I think this is where I hope the pa- the Packers show their true colors and fall apart. And we get to see Rodgers fall apart a little bit further. Um, let the Bears surprise everybody. I'm taking the points. I'm taking the Bears. And uh, I'm also taking the take of fuck Rodgers. I respect it. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> it's more interesting than the usual Aaron Rodgers destroys the Bears on Sunday night. I still think he's going to, but it's a little more interesting. I do love Justin Fields. I hope he can somehow carry. If Justin Fields carries this team to respectability, the Bears should spend every single dollar that their city has to uh, surround him with uh, an offensive line and some weapons. Because that dude. I feel like that's what they're going to do this offseason. I think they're going to do that this offseason with the new field coming in. Like they're going to change stadiums, you know? Like, just throw it. Like you might as well just at that point just invest in everybody at that point, you know, change of everything, change of you. So I feel it. Cause yeah, we 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 all make fun of the Bears and then our buddy Gabe with Mitch and, <laughs> uh, and and Justin Fields and how it's Rocky Irwin and the Mitch pick and everything, and now Mitch on the Steelers. But realistically, if I was the I'm the Steelers and I have Mitch, I would trade Mitch for Justin Fields in one and a half seconds. Um, Justin Fields is a far better prospect than Mitch coming out. They got him far lower in the draft. Um, like, yeah, I love Justin Fields as a player. So you I probably took too long on that decision, Colby. What? I said, I think you took too long on that decision. One and a half seconds. That's too long. <laughs> so I'll press that button faster. I got to at least have some clarity when I make decisions. <laughs> All right, the Monday Nighters. The Titans, nine and a half at the Bills. I think the Bills are going to win, but nine and a half is a big, big number, which is why I clean the Titans and all the points here, even though I think the Bills are a far, far better team and will win. I feel like the Titans are a good enough team. You give them a too big of a spread. That's kind of foolish. Um, they can do some bizarre things. Some bizarre things have happened, but I do think this Titans team has taken a step back. It showed in the Giants game. Um, with that, and I think uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say Bills first game back at home. Bills Mafia, those wagons are gonna be circling all around the stadium. They're gonna be ready to go out there, and I think they're gonna be. I think it's gonna be an insane environment. And everything too. Prime time game. They didn't get many of them in their history because of how bad they were of recent. And now they're just starting to get them again. So they're gonna be route, they're gonna be rowdy. So I'm gonna be looking forward to seeing the Bills. I think they're gonna cover. I'm gonna take the Bills and the points. All right. I like it. I like it. And then the final one, I personally, after this one that's finishing up right now. I think this is the most interesting game of the whole week. The second Monday nighter in Philly. Eagles minus one and a half against your Minnesota Vikings. Love it. That game. Ooh, that exciting. Yeah. Can't wait, Can't to wait for that. this next meeting to start here. Because, oh, man, this is going to be interesting. Yes, sir. 
Let's see. All right. So the best, in my opinion, after the one we're watching, game of the week. Vikings, your beloved Vikings at the Eagles, minus one and a half. No offense here, nothing personal. Riley and the Eagles, for being honest. The Eagles have something about their team that is special. Their running offense is pretty unique and kind of different than most running offenses. And it is proven for the most part, other than that one like playoff game against the Bucs, to be pretty difficult to stop most weeks in an NFL season. They have a lot of weapons and they can do some things against you. Kirk has never been great on Monday night. No offense. I still think he'll keep it close. He's a good player, and I think the Vikings will be very good this year. I like you to, if not win your division, at least be a wild card. But I really like the Eagles, as you know. So I lean them here. No, nothing personal. No offense. Um, yeah, I understand why you're leaning on the Eagles, like you said. Very, very valid points. Um, let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> because uh, even though you said it, they have a great run game. The running backs aren't that scary. Like, if you think about it, they're not like something to turn your head and be like, oh, man, I got to watch out for the – got to watch out for – who do they have? The who do they have? Yeah, who's their running backs? Miles Sanders. He's nice. All right, so compare that to Dalvin Cook. Okay. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not concerned when they when you start to flex run games. I'm like ah, they're not like we can replicate this, Colby, in practice. We replicate that in practice, Colby. We got the run game to replicate. We're gonna come out there. We got the dogs. We're gonna go out there. We're gonna eat. We got Zadarius Smith, Daniel Hunter, Harrison Smith's gonna help cover all those guys. It's gonna be all good. I think the Vikings are gonna come out here and show both sides of what they can do on the offense and defense side. So I think, like you said, this game's going to be really good. But I also think the Vikings could possibly run away with this one again. So I can see it going one of two ways. If it's a close game, I don't see it going our way. But if it's a pull-away game, it has. I feel like it will be the Vikings that are on that side of the pull-away. Oh, man. Herbo. Under injury duress oh my god they're doing all the extra hits on him look at him i need him to pure pain fantasy points here late in this garbage time as long as he throws at the palmer that's all i care about <laughs> so yeah interesting week some fun ones some less fun ones um i may be taking i'm probably if i'm being honest taking way too many Davis Mills victory laps, but I do love him, and I just don't understand why he doesn't get more credit. People talk, spend so much time talking about all the other guys in his mm-hmm. draft, and they barely mention him. He was just because he was a third round pick. So he- the question we're gonna have. All right, so here's the question I have for you then. Okay. Do you think the Texans will fall? Which of under any of these categories for you? Let's go. The statement game, or the potential upset. The biggest potential upset. What do you think the Texans can fall under since you're running your victory laps already? Okay. Which one do you think that one will fall under? Which one do you think it will fall under? Do you think it'll be just an upset or do you think this is more of a statement win for the Texans? Oh, potential upset. I, I still think the Broncos probably will beat them, but I think it'll be close. I okay. just, I love the Texans with the points. If it was straight up, I would pick the Broncos. <laughs> but I do okay. love what the, I do think the Texans don't get enough respect for all things considered, even though they're definitely not looking great because they did help Deshaun Watson do some very bad things. We're being honest, got to give the Texans some fault in all of that. They clearly knew what was going on. Um, yeah. But besides that, if you take out all of that horrible darkness, um, their rebuild has gone pretty well as far as the complete teardowns go. They managed to get lucky. The first draft pick they made with their new GM, new regime, was Davis Mills in the third round. If that pans out, that's your first draft pick to like start your rebuild. That's incredibly lucky. And then you just have a completely torn down roster. You're trying to get younger. You had to seem like it's at least a decent draft. 
uh, I like where they're at, but yeah, Broncos, I think, will win. I just think that's a big number. So I'm going to go ahead, since you said potential a potential upset, I'm going to say my biggest potential upset is going to be the Jags. They're not my lock, but I think they're going to be my biggest potential upset. Um, just for the fact, like you said, like we were talking about earlier, uh, they were just, you know, they have the chances. Trevor Lawrence is a good track record. They have recently won against them. It's going to be interesting. Um, but mostly what I'm betting on is I think the Indiana Colts are already panicking. They got already they released Rodrigo Blankenship, which uh, by the way, one of my favorite kickers. So Colts, you're kind of already mm-hmm. on my bad wave wire, you know. Like you're kind of already on the uh oh, what is going on here? You guys are already, you know, getting rid of kickers. What's next? You're gonna get rid of the receiver that drops the open pass, you know? Like I, I'm really I'm watching, keeping an eye on the keeping an eye on the Colts and how they might implode, but. I really do think – I think I'm going to go with the – I really think the Jacks have a big potential to upset the Colts here and go one and one you know, especially since they put up a decent fight against the Washington Commanders. God, I hate saying that name. But, <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to just keep – weird. I'm going to run you through for our last little statements here, all right? Who do you think needs the win in the early weeks right now? So week two, who do you think needs this win really bad to get the media and all that off their back? All right. Most, oh, like out of everyone? Oh, yeah. I was just waiting for you. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> who need, sorry, I'm an idiot. Who needs the win the most? Yeah. Hmm. I could be very biased here do you want me to give you a couple teams no i okay. i have one but i just want to make sure it's not too biased because of everything we talked about but i mean don't worry me, colby half the take of the show is called embrace the con- stay for the controversy embrace the bias <laughs> <laughs> All right. i think that's what it is no <laughs> to me it has to be the niners that okay. First one was ugly. Everyone is saying, oh, you Jimmy G, oh, Trey Lance, he sucks. Oh, you're an idiot. You picked him so high and he sucks. Like, you need to have a bounce back win and be like, no, we can, like, build an offense around Trey Lance or at least beat the Seahawks. You have to at least mm-hmm. win this one. If the Niners don't win this one and they're 0-2, then I'm starting to have some real, real concerns. Uh, but I think they'll beat the Seahawks. But, yeah, they need that bad. So a team that I think needs a big win – to prove all of this has been worthy. And I like where you went with with that direction. And uh, I was thinking when you were talking about that, I was thinking the Panthers, but I was like, nah. I already got burned by Baker once. I'm not going to pretty much put him on the radar yet to need a big win. So yeah. I'm going to say Dan Campbell and the Lions. That's true. They do um, have some pressure now. I think they need this win. They have experienced the uh, hard knocks life. And so they already got a little extra attention on them as it is. But I also think, you know, this is a winnable game, you know, like this is Carson yes. Wentz. So <laughs> you have to definitely, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I did pick them to win, but at the same time, I do think this is also a winnable game for the lot. So this is a must-need – I feel like this is a good chance for a must-need win, and that would be the Lions. I like that take. That's actually a very, very good take. I respect that. I like that. Um, yeah, the Lions do need it. You're right. Because if they don't – I was just thinking about it as you say that, as you're making your argument. If the Lions don't win this one, literally it's all just me. All right, it's the same old Lions. Yeah, they're on two. They suck. They had hard knocks. That was fun. They're still the Lions. They suck real bad. Who yeah. Cares? If they win this say, one, that's another week where they're like, oh, well, 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 we're 500. We're the Lions. We're, you know, hanging around. We're fighting in nice games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're, see, we're, we're keeping up in games. You know, we're staying alive. We're contending this time. Or at least at least in week two, we're still contending and we're not dismissed <laughs> already. So that's that's where I was going with that. I'm glad you found I'm glad you saw through that. Um, and that. this game just wrapped up. Um, close onside kick, but Mahomes and the Chiefs took the knee, and it's over. 24-27, I think, was the final score or something like that. Yep. But The Chiefs are the Chiefs, for sure. 
Yeah, sad to say. Um, <laughs> going to be right there. Yep, Amazon Prime. We'll feel. We'll see how you guys hold up. I feel like the cable people are pissed, but at the same time, if you know what you're doing, you can get on. You can find the game. Um, next one, statement games. Which team do you think if they win this game, win their game, is like a statement? You know, like, hey, this is it. We're here. This is us. You know, Horton, here's a hue. We are here. We are here. We are here. So, a couple of them could be, I guess, the Saints. That would be a good one. Um, Dolphins and the Ravens. Both of them are goodly 2-0. and And the Vikings and Eagles. Which ones do you think have the potential to have a big statement game? Or is there someone else? A lot of um, – those are all good options. A lot of – probably lean to one of those. A lot of good choices, either the Eagles or the Vikings. Whoever wins that is a good statement. But I'm going to say the Ravens because I think if they – the Dolphins looked like they handled Belichick first game with a new coach. But they kind of always handle Belichick to a, to a tongue of Iloa. As much as everyone says he sucks and he's really bad, he's never lost to Belichick. He's 4-0, one of only three quarterbacks all time to not lose – to be undefeated against Belichick with more than like Hard one. Hard to do that. Hard to do that. Dolphins have their number for sure, um, but and they have all this talent. But if I kind of feel like the Ravens are just going to come out here and and cook them, and if they do, everyone's going to be like, "All right, the Ravens are you know they're right there." You got to talk about them as top tier AFC team. So mm-hmm. I think it's a big statement win for the Ravens. Ravens. Um. So this question was designed pretty much for me to rave about the Vikings again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let me tell you why. If the Vikings win this game, it's a statement game, Colby. Um, the Eagles and the Vikings have a terrible history, as we all know. We all know. Uh, I'm going to go make this brief because I think everyone knows what I'm about to say. I already said half of it, half my spiel. But if, Vi- if Kevin O'Connell does come out here, clean the Vikings of their Philadelphia curse, um, it, in my opinion, it means more because Vikings have, have struggled bad history with the Eagles. Um, it's just, I, I just feel like they're always one of our biggest hurdles. And if he comes out there and like you said, he finds a way to get past that tenacious run game and the big time receivers, cause they do have AJ Brown and Devonte Smith. That is going to be, it's going to be a very star studded game. Yeah. Um, especially yeah. with Jalen Rager, just tra- getting traded to the Vikings now. So, um, I think this is like you were saying though, it's not a statement game for the Vikings, but also for the Eagles as well. Like, this is the Jalen Hurts can pretty much contend with one of the NFC's, like, contenders as well. He could pretty much be out there, make a push for the playoffs. So, potentially for the playoffs. So, I'm going to say it's pretty much just that game. I know you brushed over and you were like, ah, it could be both of them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's both of them. I'm going to say okay. it's both of them. It's a statement game for both of them. Because I, I just think it's just the history between them. And it's a good test right now, early in the season. You know, because we have questions about Jalen Hurts, questions about Kirk Cousins and Kevin O'Connell's new offense. Let's see how it all goes. This is a great, great test. So I agree. And can I say one more thing about that game? Yeah. I want to ask you this question. Is this just recency bias and an overreaction? Or is this a true statement? Okay. One other part of it that makes that game so high pressure. The NFC is so kind of wide open right now everyone has major questions even the good teams the top tier defending champion teams have major questions so can you ever remember a time at least since we've been following football the like it was this lopsided as far as the conferences because i cannot i don't know if that's just recency bias but has there ever been a time when the conferences were like this this lopsided like the afc teams no offense i feel like are just so much better than the nfc I mean, we have to remember the AFC was only having like two or three teams come out of it every single year. It would be always the Patriots, Colts, or Steelers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that was saying. the three teams. And the NFC would always produce like, you know, every other year they have to come out with someone different almost. Yeah. So I but feel I like the conference offside thing, it's always kind of swayed in the AFC favor because of the quarterbacks and stuff. But just speaking right now, 
as teams are and how the league is shaped. I feel like it's of just as competitive on both sides, though. Like, I mean, honestly, yeah, I'm not disputing that. I was about to say, like, like, you have we have the Packers in the North still, you know, like, yeah, they have, like you said, they have their questions, but I don't know if it's like that lopsided because you still have the big name, like, you still have rep- respectable names. I can definitely say respectable quarterback names. And the NFC's won the Super Bowl more recently, back to back. Than the AFC last time. That's checked. true. That's true. Even, I'm so saying, I was about to say. Teams. So even though the AFC has been coming out with all these stellar teams, all these stellar offenses those and teams quarterbacks, are not what they, they were have when not, they won they only won Bowl. one Super Bowl out of the last three, and the old guys have won the Super Bowl. Remember that the old dudes have won it. So those old guys don't have the same teams that you just won with, even the one that just won like not that many months ago. You yet know, the team that just spent looked rough. Yet the team that spent like a quarter billion dollars on a new offensive line just got smoked by a team that got that lost to the Browns in the playoffs. I know that was a year ago, but then make the playoffs last year. But <laughs> make the playoffs last yeah. year. So, like I was saying, this is football. Anything can happen. <laughs> All right. Um, that's why I was about to say you just definitely right now though. If we were talking about the current state, just right now, week two. We looked at, I probably looked at all these top five lists and I've only seen, I think majority of them had like the Bucks on there. And that's about it at representing the NFC. And then you'd have your shades of, I don't know why. I was surprised to see my Vikings up there and you'd see the Rams sometimes too. So um, in the Saints, some people have been talking about the Saints. Mm-hmm. But besides that, that's literally, you know, that's all the teams that you can think about right now, currently in the NFC, because those power lists are true. So I'll say, yeah, right now it is lopsided in AFC's favor. But I'm always uh, back when the Pro Bowl used to matter. I always used to defend my NFC, so that's why I'm always like, nah, nah, it can't be that lopsided. Nah, we got dudes. No, nah, I always represent the NFC. So even though the Pro Bowl don't matter, matters. So that's fair. All right, so. Who do you? Th- I don't know if we really. I don't think we really need to go into big performers. We're not really the player picking type. I guess you can say we like to talk about just the end of it, like the teams themselves. So I think we both got two locks in. We need one more, and then announce our guarantee. We have to choose our guarantee lock. So, what is your last lock of the week, Colby? So what did I say? I said the Steelers, and then yep. the Niners. Steelers and Niners. Yep. Ah. <sighs> I mean, I want to do something fun. I really do. But honestly, just the Bengals versus the Cowboys, I don't even care how big the spread gets. They're going to beat their breaks off so badly. The Cowboys' defense is no disrespect to Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs, but the Cowboys' defense is not the Steelers' defense. The Bengals' O-line will have another week to gel. Joe Burrow and all those weapons. And, oh, yeah, they're playing Cooper Rush. So as long as they get to, like, 10 points, they should be pretty safe. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I so, feel like it would be around 10. Like, I want to say something more fun and more risky. But, honestly, if I'm, you're talking about, like, the best picks, like, I just feel like the Bengals are going to smash them so bad. All right. Well, since Colby's uh, Colby kind of chickening out here, I'm going to go <laughs> say – I'm going to test my luck against the GOAT. I'm going to go with the Saints from Jameis Winston. That's one of my locks. I like that. Plus two and a half. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Saints. Um, hopefully next time we record our week three preview, um, we'll have Christian and everything, our betting guru on here. And uh, we'll get some good uh, some good more takes on those. But so I know he's probably got some classy ones. Ready to go right now. He's getting his way. He's probably still up in Chicago, getting his way back. Um, yeah, I right know, right? Um, so, but yeah, that's my pick, anyways. Outside of that, who's your lock, Colby? Out of your three, sounds like you were already just going to submit to the Bengals as your guaranteed lock of the week. Mm, you know what? I'll, I'll at least be a little bit fun and be a little bit stupid. 
And I'll say the Steelers plus the one and a half will be my guaranteed super bias lock. I really feel good about this game against the Patriots. And it may be stupid, and I'll be on here next week, and I'll be like, I hate the world. But I really feel pretty good about it. Knock on wood, all the wood in the world. These aren't the days of Brady, man. This is Mac Jones does not scare me as much as Brady. No disrespect to Mac Jones. Yeah. All those games, the Steelers, yes, they lost all, all of those games against the Patriots for so many years. They just horrendously tortured us. But that was Tom Brady. This is Mac Jones. No disrespect. But come on. Did you see that it's the first game since 98 between the two teams where Brady or Big Ben wasn't playing? <laughs> that is wild. That is amazing, though. At the like same the time, days out there. Yeah, it's gonna be a bunch of nobodies. <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. Um, that's a good lock, though. I I I like that take. Um, I'm gonna say my lock. I'm gonna double down on the game that we already have the most heat on. I'm gonna say the Seahawks will definitely cover. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and say that's gonna be my lock. Um, Seahawks covered me once. I'm going to say this is the last time that I'll probably pick the Seahawks to cover unless <laughs> they win again somehow in a crazy fashion. But um, it was for right now while I was sitting here and I was thinking between Seahawks or Saints and I can't put a lock on a Brady game, you know, like I can't put a lock against Brady. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put my lock with the team that I have the most controversy and probably most, third most hatred for and that's against the 49ers so we're gonna go ahead and say seahawks do your thing prove me right one more time please because i somehow forgot about you guys when i did our when we were driving back doing our guaranteed review but i'm going with the seahawks man i really think they're going to come out there and end your trey lance train you're never going to say his name ever again after next week. You're going to be like, yep, it's over. I'm done with him. I'm hoping that's what we're going to get. You know, you're just going to be like, nah, not there. Get, put Jimmy G back in so I can root for my favorite NFC team again for fun. So that way I can start roasting Jalen all over again. I know how you are. I know the 49ers. You're, you're, you're just like, you're just like Colin. You like your 49ers. I know. I see you, Colby. I see you, Colby. I want Trey Lance to pan out, you know, the FCS. Got to have some respect for how bad it is. Hey, man, we don't care about the FCS no more. What do you mean? We're in the Sun Belt. Hey, that's Who cares bad. about Trey Lance? I had an interesting conversation with uh, – we won't get into this too much, but I had an interesting conversation with our buddy uh, TJ about the uh, JMU quarterbacks, the last three, and who do you think has been the best? Because they all have uh-huh. interesting cases. We don't have to talk about it, but – yeah. It's Everyone fun. out there, the answer is Ben Danucci. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> so far. We'll so see. far. But, yeah. But, yeah, it's going to be an exciting week, too. Um, you know, about it. Do it. I, I feel pretty confident that the Steelers will beat the Patriots, and that may be stupid. Um, oh, man. There's no, no, no wrong in that. You had the balls to put them on your locks. And you, you had them put them on your locks, and you locked it. I just so, can't believe they're uh, dogs at home. Honestly, I can't believe – I want to put the Vikings on that list, but that just the recent history of the Eagles is just scaring me so much. But, uh, dude, it's home dogs. And you guys just beat the Bengals. Kind of agree with you. It's crazy. So, Yeah. Good stuff, though. We got week two is going to be pretty interesting. Like you said, there's a couple of uh, not so desirable games, but there's some uh, some good ones on the tail end, at least, if you can dive into it. I think some teams will make it interesting. But yeah. Any last thoughts, Cole? Um, no, I agree with you on that. I think it'll be sloppy, um, <laughs> but it'll be fun. It'll be very fun, as it always is. You know. Yeah. Last thoughts, not to beat a dead horse, but, I mean, for firing off random thoughts here, I really kind of just want the Falcons to put Desmond Ritter in there and see what he can do because they have some interesting pieces. They're going to suck anyways. Like, no offense to Mariota, but, like, 
kind of like he's some interesting stuff about him. You and I both liked him more than most people. I kind of hope they put him out there. Yeah. <laughs> My last thought, Bears, please beat Rodgers. Prove yourself that he doesn't <laughs> own your city. Please. For your for the sake of yourself, at least, please beat Rogers. So that's my last thought. Thank you for uh, having having us as always, Colby. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the CJJC show. For more content, follow us on Spotify or our Instagram page if we ever decide to update that. So go ahead and give us a shout. Shout. You get what I'm saying. Thank you.